Hi, this is Russ Teitelman, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All, the uh, Beatles and related radio show on the internet. I am your moderator for this show, <clears throat> Mitch Axelrod, and joining me, as they always do, and thankfully so, are my friends Tony Chiguardo. Hi, folks. And Rob Leonard. Hello, everyone. And uh, we're, just so you know, we're taping this show at the beginning of 2023. Um, and we, we're going to talk about what we feel or want or hope for as what's next, what's left in the Apple canon for all the Beatles. And we'll say Apple Universal because all the Beatles are now on Apple slash Universal or Capital Universal. Right. Um, so we can, you know, we don't have to worry about rights being sold or licensed or anything. It's, it, it'll be easy. But we are, we've been discussing off mic, you know, now that we've gotten um, Revolver and, and we've heard rumors of other stuff, what do we think we really want? And what do we realistically think we're going to get, not only in this year, but in years to come? I mean, it's great if we talk about stuff for the year 2023 as an anniversary of some sort of a release like Ringo, the album, or Band on the Run, but or the Red and the Blue, but or with the Beatles, or or, or with the Beatles. Wow, that's 60 years. Holy right. cow! But you know that doesn't mean we have to talk about them as anniversaries. Now, the Beatles actually set the precedent for this because with Revolver. They didn't do it on an anniversary. They've thrown that out the door, the window, which is actually good for every one of us and every one of you, because now they can release whatever they want, whenever they want. So it doesn't have to be on an anniversary. And and Tony had a good point about that as well. Why don't you tell a little bit about that, about, you know, anniversary and maybe they don't want to. Well, I think um, the whole idea is that not to not to age the band. I mean, you don't want to put 50s and 60s in front of things that uh right. you know it it makes the it, it basically says to the world the beatles are a 60 year old band um which i don't think any act wants to do really right. uh a lot of acts can't do that i mean ones that we'll still talk about you know what i mean like well, yeah phones obviously they can do yeah. that but but there are certain bands and as unfortunately as we all get older and the bands get older that's the honest truth, but we're not sitting here talking about a Chubby Checker podcast, you know, where where it's like seventy years old, because that really, I mean, seventy years. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's closer to a hundred than zero. So well, yeah, the Chubby Checker, when the the twist was not fifty, I know 40. it was sixty one, but I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. I thought he was in fifty nine doing something. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, but I'm just saying as a, as yeah. a, you know, as it still um it still means that everybody's getting older. You know, like even if it was Elvis at this point, it would probably be 65 years or so. Right. And yeah. and, and Elvis's stuff, um, there's two versions for Elvis. There's uh, the FTD label, which is a lot of live stuff or Brilliant. They, they take a whole session, you know, you know, they'll like take 30 song, 30 versions of the same song and put it out or something. Yeah, and then great. there's um, the regular BMG RCA version, which is more to the mainstream. Uh, they, you know, they used to put everything out the same way and then they start to say, okay, these live, um, live albums, they've done a lot of live albums. Um, these are more for the fans. And, you know, if you go to FTD, that follow the dream it stands for, 
Um, you know, I got to admit, if, you, if, I, if we were Elvis fans, there'd be a lot of stuff to go talk I, about. I oh, am an yeah. Elvis fan, and I've I've got a few dozen of them, and they're just amazing. All right, like you said, Rob, with Germany, for instance, that's a home recording. That's an audience recording. Right. But that's right. something we could hope for. Yeah, I mean, what's the legalities with that, though, these days, Mitch? Do you guys know at all what's happening? The with the with Beatles who? own the tape. They own the rights. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's when uh, when George, remember when George Harrison went to court when they finally resued him? And uh, George said he, he got the short end of the stick when he was <laughs> being interviewed. Uh, but they won the rights because obviously the, sh- the, the tapes were done at Christmas time, 1962. Well, like was was George the only one that contested at that point? Like now, I think George was the one who was angriest about it the most, and that's why he ended up going to court. And you know, it actually helped the case because everyone was, oh look, a Beatles here. Now that's the Lingus song, right? Yeah, the yeah. Ling- well, I don't know if it was yeah. Lingus song. They were suing. It was. There's been right. Yeah, so many claims of ownership. Belafon is the other one, right? Belafon. Yeah, Belafon was the German one, and yeah. you know, at this point, it it might even be you know out of copyright it's over 60 years so so could we could is that something we hope for uh yeah sure you've you've never had much interest in that though right Mitch that whole you know you're right and I know it's blasphemous and no it's it's not at all it's 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 rough I mean it's not you you know but Tony if if they can do something with it which we know they probably can now based on get back and revolver and all then if it becomes more listenable um i think it's it's rough because the releases that we want you want them to sell right of course yeah of right course. right so historically to the beetle fan even if they clean these up it's amazing to us is that something that, like we always say, grandma's going to go into the record store and buy for grand, you know, their grandchild? <laughs> Not that there's any record stores anymore, but well, no, but I mean, you know, let's uh, metaphorically speaking, is grandma going to go in and see live at the Star Club? Now, even if it sounds perfect, is that something that would be of interest to the no, mass? No, it's not. Wait. It's not a. It's not a mass thing. But I, I don't know. Go ahead. I I, I beg to differ. Unless it's included in a, a bigger box, included in a bigger box, or you know what? Again, that's the thing, Mitch. It's all about marketing. I think for Apple, right? It's the idea that um, you know who you market that to. Who you market that to? Punk kids. You market that to like basically here are the Beatles, raw, edgy. This is what it was all about until they got the suits on. This is this is their CBGBs. This is their you know. This is the the Beatles rough and ready. Unless and, and, you, you know a live box, Tony, and and include it in the live box where you don't right. have to just put uh, market it to a a punk audience. You market it to the mass audience now because now you're saying this is the best of the Beatles live and use the Peter Jackson technology on all of yeah. their performances from sixty two to sixty six. No, that's well, a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Are there whole shows that are, I mean, there are definitely whole shows that are worth putting out that are very, very, very strong. Yes, but very even if quality. you don't do that, I, see, one of my choices was going to be a, a video live compilation where you have, where Apple goes through the, the set lists of the each tour, because there weren't that many tours, 
uh, and they didn't change that much. They added a song here or there. And, and if you, you know, so you start at 62, including some other guy, and you just get a, a really good live version from every show, not every show they've done, but every song they've done, the best live version of every song they've done. Right. And just so call it the Beatles live. And, right. and I was going to say right. video, but with the Peter Jackson technology, I think that might now, while we're talking, I'm glad this came up. It might work better as a live audio thing. Well, but a lot of there, I think that there are some, um, that there are some, there is some video footage where the audio has issues. Yes. And possibly fixable ones. So I think if they went through and found some audio that could be fixed, um, even I got to tell you, honestly, the Beatles were so not robotic, but I mean, they played everything the same way every show on, yeah, you know, but on the look tour at the Australia shows the live for show which is great that just smokes I mean all what of those was that? that's, that's, 64. that's 64 yeah that's 64 yeah no that's that's one of the ones I would choose because first of all it was recorded well audio yeah. wise but also video wise it's very strong the way they put it together yeah um, you know the, the people who yeah. put that together understood music but, it, but it's not yeah. a full show no, it's not, and that's Meaning, one of the problems. Yeah, the video is not a full show. They did a full show, but the right. video was only like six or seven songs. If I'm well, not that, that's why you do, a, you know, like you said, a best of, you know, each song. Here's you know, things to, we said today or whatever. Yeah, but back to what we were saying, though, Mitch, in a sense, or, or you know, who are we? And again, I'm not disagreeing. This is not something I would love to see happen or be out. But again, that's back to who are we marketing to? Like, who's I our audience? I think if we want to, for the purpose of this show, I think we have to market to more of a mass audience because if you if you put out product for the fans and it doesn't sell, then the chances of having more product is less likely. In well, of my course, opinion. of course. But so, that's why I'm saying, like, who would you who would you market a Beatles live product to? Oh, you could see. With a nice cover, and I know it sounds stupid, but we but we discussed this for the live at the Hollywood Bowl. It was a horrible cover of yeah. them coming down the airplane uh, yeah. steps. I didn't mind that, by the way, and, but I, I know where you're coming from. But if they put out a beautiful, you know, there's great shots of them at the Hollywood Bowl, at Chase Stadium, or wherever, or put out a compilation, like a, a montage cover of them live everywhere, uh, I, I think you market that to the mass fan. Because... Get Back brought a lot of kids in, all right? And not just because the Beatles were cool on the roof. They were. But I think the Get Back, as as far as I've seen it, because I've seen a lot of TikToks and Instagrams with the Beatles, people are now into the Beatles. I've seen people into the Beatles of, of 63 and 4 and 5 and also the later. So I, I think now at this point, they've become a very relevant band again. And I think you take advantage of that and just put it out there and and let let it sell what it'll sell. I think, but the mass audience will buy this something like this. Interesting. In yeah, no, I agree. And and in fact, you want to get really cool. You do the cut down like you started some other guy, video wise, you know, film wise, and you go to the rooftop, let's say. But you don't have every song from every show. Right. But maybe a bigger box set for the the fan would be each show like the Australia show um you know Shea Stadium uh the West German show which I love yeah uh, you got you got to remember though guys is one thing that's that's important for us to note what's that and I think this is the case I mean owing to Brian Epstein's kind of 
lackadaisical nature in a lot of ways. Has Apple gone back and bought all of that stuff back or does a lot of it ABC was... TV Australia or I, I think it's ABC Australia, right? Yeah. That did sing for Shell. You know, do they still own that? Does the, you know, uh, Yeah, but they can get the rights to it. You know, if, if the Beatles come up to you and say, "Hey, we want to use your footage." You usually find a, a medium or price audio. to pay. Right. Or audio. Pay for audio. Yeah, yeah and I Yeah, so I, I would like to I would like to see um you know, pay for it. You know, just you know, they, they've they've you know, when Neil Aspinall's around before the anthology, he was buying up everything he could, or at least getting the rights to it, or at least having a copy of it. So I'm I'm sure they're aware of this. Of course, that was a long time ago, and you know, technology's changed too. So for the better. Don't forget, so. don't forget guys, that in 2016 we saw the Ron Howard documentary, Eight Days a Week. Right. right. But for three or four years prior until we got it they were asking people for live footage and photos well and they were trying to cap but that's different though mitch that's you trying it was to grab. be the beatles live project yeah but right. you were try- they were trying to snag home movies and home footage that they didn't know about i'm talking about like you were saying well they don't have to worry about the audio but they have to worry about the audio too if 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 abc tv's union reps you know they recorded the audio for the yeah. sing for shell They've got to pay for that too. So I mean, not that they can't afford it, but it's that idea of, you know, is returns. Is it worthwhile for them yeah. monetarily? The only thing you I'm know. thinking, you know, it's funny you said, Rob. Let's do, let's do a few shows. If you remember a few years ago, I said, or one of us said, we'd like to have a video compilation. Like you give us, give us three full complete shows. You know, give us Shay, give us uh, Sing for Shay, whatever. At this point, I don't want that anymore. Because I personally don't think Shea is a great show. Historically, very important. I don't think it's great. If you you give us, you know, a song from each show, like Nowhere Man from the German Crone, you know, uh, show, which was unbelievable, which is probably the best version of Nowhere Man Live they did. And then, you know, give us, uh, you know, uh, give us one song from each set list that's different. Uh, You'll still have an hour long show because they did different stuff in the uk like we can work it out that we didn't get and i'm sure they must have it somewhere no they did they they substituted a couple of shows on you know songs on the first 64 tour and then 65 and obviously 66 so i think there's enough for a good hour-long cd i'll say See, CD. i you would know. wonder i would i would bet you honestly that they don't have a we can work it out yeah it was only for a couple of week tour of Britain, couple of, so. couple yeah, of the last, yeah but that no yeah. one has it seriously no i would i would imagine that no one has if if that if that was in anyone's possession one of the bootleggers would have found it maybe hopefully yeah 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 so is there any is there anything else like beetle wise i mean look naturally we just got a revolver so you know we're gonna say rubber soul was hopefully next right yeah well i mean didn't didn't once again Giles give away the farm on that one? Don't we know that Rubber Soul's? I think back? so. Yeah, he well he hinted at it. Let's put it this way: we've seen him before, where he said, "Well, I don't know what the next one's going to be." This right. one time, it was, there was no denial that Rubber Soul's going to be next, right? You know? So that's I think the difference between you know the times we've seen Giles and now he's talking about Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul has never had a good stereo mix. They have two of them out there. So to yeah. me, you know to really do a great stereo mix you know it's going to be really great for this this uh, for, for yeah, all man. the remaining albums really you know though 
as I mentioned to Tony off mic, they skipped over Rob Magical Mystery Tour and Yellow Submarine. That's true. But if you really think about it, is there enough interest in a box like that? Because Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane were on the pepper box. Right. Uh, and are there enough outtakes of Magical Mystery Tour and Yellow Submarine? Well, anything it, interesting? And uh, is is someone going to want to really hear outtakes of the George Martin score? No, I. Uh, but I oh, think no. I, I think the thought is though, Mitch, that as you know, as we were saying, if you go with Magical Mystery Tour and Yellow Sub, other than um, or the fact that uh, all you need is love is is uh, well, wait, where is all you need is love appearing these days? Uh, it's, on both, it's on Magical but, Mystery Tour. It's right, on and it's on Yellow Submarine. But where I'm going is, um, you were right when we, again, we were talking off mic, uh, Strawberry Fields, Penny Lane are already on the pepper box. You don't need those. No. Um, and you don't need any of the other singles. You know, you don't need the rest of side two of, um, right. uh, of Magical mm-hmm. Mystery Tour. So you take side one of Magical Mystery Tour, coupled with side one of, of uh, um, yellow submarine you're you're deleting obviously one version of all you need is love but then what do you do maybe you add the you add the mono ep the aborted mono ep um and then there've got to be outtakes of of the bulldog there's got to be an outtake of you know uh, of uh i mean yellow submarine again you just got a revolver so even that's i forgot that's a lift too and also don't forget we just complained about Revolver not having a lot of content, even though we had it had great content. But, I'm but talking it didn't about, have a lot. I'm talking about a single a single disc. I'm talking oh, about like the, yeah. because like Help is going to stand on its own. Hard Day's Night is going to stand on its own. You put out another, you know, you put out a single disc called um, the soundtracks. Know. You know, yeah, but, uh, but, I I don't think they would combine them. I personally think the Yellow Submarine song track, even though it's not under Giles and Sam McKell's work stands out the way it is and i'm not sure they yeah. would want to go back to that um i think uh, magical mystery tours and albums should be redone and, and include some stuff recorded during that time that didn't come out of the time which was you know my name look up the number uh mm-hmm. stuff like that um you know and, and the george martin stuff with the yellow submarine you don't include it or, or maybe you include it somewhere else but not there you know, um, you don't go for the point. six songs on the george martin stuff because no one's going to care unless you give a lot you do have room though even if you do a single album sure, you, you're right you're right you're right you, you know, you've got room for the george martin you've got room for all the mystery tour tracks you got room for the yellow sub tracks you got room for the the four mono tracks you know and and right. magical mystery tour right wouldn't you have to do a mono and stereo on magical mystery tour yeah right? and the, the ep was mono stereo so yeah no, I agree with they, that part, yeah. well unless they and i know i'm a big proponent of record store day Unless they just say, look, we're just going to re-release the uh, EP for Ooh. Magical Mystery Tour as is, you know, right. on Record Store Day. And that's your that's your Magical Mystery Tour release. That would be that would wow. be a great idea. And, um, you know, it, it was released that way, you know, with the EP set and then the uh, the stereo and mono EP um, when it came out, the EP set in the 90s. Um, you know, I still would love to see, you know, they put out uh, what I would like to see from that is. Uh, the EP for Yellow Submarine that they rejected, you know, the six songs. Because to me, that was perfect. That would have been a well, perfect release. Yeah, that's on Past Masters. Right, right. Those right. songs were on past, the mono version, not the stereo, yeah. but the mono version, yeah. yeah. Right. 
It's it's tough because I think at this point they're gonna they're gonna go backwards. I don't think they're going to. I don't think we're going to get that as much as we might hope for it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I agree. I think that's if they go back, it's going to happen after. Please, please me. Right. Yeah. I I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and, and and I'm not, you know, crying for those two to come out. I I want rubber soul. I want I want help. You know, you know. So I'm trying to give you help, Rob. But you know, well, thank you, th- thank you there. No, but, I, I, but I, I agree think, with okay. you. Sorry, go ahead, Tony. No, no, go ahead. What were we gonna say? No, I wasn't. I was just gonna say I agree. You know. I, you you um made allusion to something when we started. You you met, made mention of the red and the blue, and I think oh, right. if we're looking at 1973 uh, as a 50 year mark without screaming anniversary, right? Um, that was really the year that following their breakup, um, the Beatles kind of like became really relevant again. It, it was like it went like they broke up, then seventy three, then seventy six, then you know eighty, then you know there were like different right. Beatles surge years, Sarge. Right. Um, <laughs> but 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 seventy three. If you look at fifty years ago now, and you you were talking the the red and the blue, and those were the first albums I got. You know, I mean, they were like the first Beatle albums I got. And then I went back and got the collection. And, you know, um, other than that, I had singles first. Uh, I might have had the Beatles second album, might have. But, you know, Red and the Blue, that's the stuff that made me go, oh. Now, if you think about it 50 years later, could you market it as, you know, um, you know, do your, I mean, you hate to do this, but like, do you know? Do the does the next generation in your family know the Beatles? How did you find out about them? Boom! The red and the blue. That's actually you know, a very good concept. I'm not sure they're going to do anything with it because they've already re-released it twice. They have, but yeah. but it with a good with a strong marketing campaign, and not just that, but again, Mitch, we were talking about this too earlier. Seventy three was also a the first huge year for all of them as solo artists 73 was massive so now is it all yeah. under is it all under one roof mitch did we figure it out it kind of is probably right everything solo beatles so if all four beatles solo work is under the same the same umbrella why not put out a, an ep for record store day with give me love give me peace on earth uh band on the run uh, or no, but yeah, Band on the Run. I was going to say My Love, but Band on the Run, uh, uh, Give Me Love, Give Me Peace on Earth, Mind Games, and Photograph. Oh, my just, God. Just an EP? Just an well, EP. Well, I mean, that that sure. they, they, day. they did that as a digital thing. If yes. you remember, they had the four songs yes. uh, many years ago they put out, which I was shocked by. You know, it was the first time you ever saw this together. Right. Uh, I, I like the concept. They only put it as a digital download. What did they do on that occasion, Rob? Do you remember what what it was? You know? songs. I don't remember what yeah. songs it was for. It was one for each Beatle. But yeah, it was it, was remember. it a seventy? Was it a year idea? No, it, no, no. It was just a here's one from each of the the songs. Yeah. yeah, it was it was very random. But maybe that was the idea. the The only thing is, and I think we were told this that they don't like to put out anything different on Record Store Day, right? Physically, yeah, because uh, it's very hard to get all four parties to agree. So they like to put out stuff that was released prior where all they have to do is freshen it up and just release it. 
So, guys, guys at Apple, you know that we love you. We know yeah. you're our friends. We know everybody. You're good. To, we, we we really love you. But that's a load of BS. I mean, the reality is you got you got a record store day every six months. You start now to push an idea for record store day 2024. You know, come on. If you pitch it, eventually you you got to keep throwing balls to see if they're going to hit one of them. You know, <laughs> I don't so want anybody hitting my balls. Right. Well, that's that. But but you, you know what I'm saying? You don't you yeah. don't want to just not well you know the beatles don't want to do that well just give keep throwing ideas at them well, you throw crap at the wall something's gonna you throw an apple at the wall something's gonna stick <laughs> oh look at that hey, you see what I, I did there? actually they put out a dartboard so you throw darts there you go you throw the beetle apple darts yeah um apple darts it sounds like something you eat in the morning <laughs> i have my apple darts. i had a nice coffee. bowl of apple darts kept me regular for days um, so, anyway so the only thing is, guys, and here's another big thing. We know, let, let's just say we know rubber soles on the table, correct? Let's yes. Just, all right. They're not going to put out another big Beatle project in, in a year. They could put it out, no. like you would say in red and blue, in a quiet anniversary type thing. They're not going to do two big Beatle projects. Uh, so I don't think we're going to get anything Beatle-wise. Now, I could be wrong. I hope I am. Um, I don't think we're going to get anything big beetle wise until after please, please me, Rob, which could be another four or five years now. Depending. It depends. I agree yeah. with that. I think, you know, rubber soul is to me, you know, where, where things change for the Beatles, as we all know. Um, so to them to get a good stereo mix, like I said, but also, you know, the mono mix is really nice on rubber soul. People, most people haven't heard it. Yeah. Um, right. and, and then you're going to have songs, you know, you're gonna have your "We Can Work It Out," your "Day Tripper," your "12 Bar Original." Um, so, depending on how much is available, um, you know, the bonus material might not be as strong as we'd want it to be because, you know, they look they had to take weight from the help session to bring it over because they they want to have, make sure they had 14 songs. So, it's a good point. I just realized that we might not have a hell of a lot for help. Yeah, right. uh, unless they do some wow. different type of mixes, you know. You know, one thing that Giles hasn't done that his father did, you know, he, his father loved making uh, little bits and pieces and making one new song out of it or one new version out of it. Giles, for the most part, hasn't done that. So maybe he does that on a couple of tracks to just to have an extra song for the, you know, because you need more than one disc of outtakes. Yesterday. Unless they combine A Hard Day's Night with help. And just no, they're not going to combine. They're not combining. Everything is going to because the book you have to have the book. The book's going to be on on Rubber Soul, and that's you know that's how they do it. And I have no problem with it. Uh, Do I wish they combined it? Yeah, sure, but I don't expect it. You know, I'll I'll let uh, I'll let the problem. The problem with combining Hard Day's Night and Help, though, Mitch, too, is that you you know you kind of it's it's going to for. Future generations, it's going to kind of throw off the. I, I agree. Progression idea. I, I, on the one hand, I love that. Like, let's do the soundtracks. You know, um, well, I'm only thinking because of content. We don't know how much now. We know for like, please, please me. There's, there's a bunch because we have that March fifth, sixty three. You oh, know, yeah. CD of bootlegs, which that is an hour of just you know, it may be fifty, you know, uh, one after nine oh nines and miseries, but it doesn't matter. That's something that'll fill up. The content but we don't really know about help or a hard day's night i know Hard Day's night has a few but so that's the only reason i was thinking that but 
Um, the, we have to remember also that we're now we're not talking just in the next year. We're talking future as well. So even after please please me, let's just say that's what five or six years from now. Yeah, five years maybe, maybe. Um, we have to remember that you know, God willing, Paul and Ringo are still with us, and the Beatles, even if they are still with us, they're not going to be touring. <laughs> And maybe Ringo, who knows? It'll be 97. I'm still still going, I'd like to be. Um, but honestly, I think the Beatles are going to need revenue streams in the future. After the releases, hear me out. After the releases of the albums, what do you do? You start going back and saying, here's the 80th anniversary of it. You know, what do you do? Well, that's, uh, you know, the technology changes. So, you know, maybe you read, put everything out in Atmos or, you know, well, or, or something along that line. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it depends. You know, a lot of artists of that generation have been selling their rights off. And one thing I noticed, um, you know, Springsteen's been putting out once a month those concerts, you know, those greatest concerts. And they always used to say, C with the circle and P with the circle, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Now that he, he sold everything to Sony Music and now says Sony Music. And it's like, whoa, because, you know, I'm sure Bruce has a say in it, but, you know, now Sony can do what the hell they want. You, you see, know? I, I. And it depends if the Beatles sell out their, their rights. Imagine the four of them said, are. okay, we're going to, we're going to give away the rights for the Beatles stuff. The kids don't want to handle it anymore. What's your starting price if Springsteen's five hundred million dollars? What the 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 kids don't want to handle it anymore? What? No, I'm just saying that 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 was the decision. But that's what I'm saying though. You're talking about the Beatles, Sean, Danny. What do you mean the kids won't want to handle? These kids absolutely want. Now they're involved. Now you're right. They are involved, and and I don't expect them to do this. But never know. You know, they might say, "Well, you know, I I got other things to worry about." Don't you forget, know? there's a lot of coin in it too. If they oh keep sure it sure, there's tons of coin with it. With any of the Beatles, there's tons of money. Well, yeah, I mean, see, I know we're, I'm going to be in the minority here, but I have to bring this up. I'm talking now. I'm talking in the future, not next year. Okay. I'm talking in the future for revenue stream. Okay. I still think the Beatle cartoons deserve a release, whether it's in full or a best of. That is how so many of the boomers. Uh, found the Beatles, were made aware of the Beatles. So there's, I think there's, you know, again, if they don't want to. I'm just, I'm just going to be very upfront though. Yeah. And I am not, this is no, no disrespect, man, whatsoever. But I I don't care that I'm the author of Beatletons. No, no, but I'm saying, I'm just saying in general. Without giving a number, I'm just saying in your head, think about it. How many people bought the book? My book? Don't, you don't have to say it, but I'm just saying. A lot, actually. But, a lot in the fact that you're an independent author selling a book. A well, a lot in the book world. Book. It's not Stephen King, you know. Bingo. But where I'm going is a lot in book world versus yeah. they have to get the rights. They have to remaster everything. They own the. After. They own everything with okay. them. But yeah, they, they still do. they they have to they have to do a full remastering. They have to you know, and and then they have to put up put together a package. Then they have to figure out how to market it, then they have to. You're, you're, I think you're overthinking it a little. And and by the way, my book sold better than the last five Ringo releases altogether. <laughs> wow. Um, in but any I, case. I get it. But, but I know, I know. But, but my thought is still. 
if they put it if they put a two hour let's just say dvd because i don't know what technology will be like in the future if they put together a two hour version of whatever media it will be on um you know god willing if they talk to me and i'm still around in five six years i'm hoping i will be um not if, if you keep making those bad jokes or not <laughs> no but i mean if, if quite frankly if, if they if they come to me and say mitch can you come up with a two-hour compilation they own the negatives i helped them you know uh catalog them 10 15 years ago if they if they come up with a two-hour version of the Beatle cartoons, I'm not talking the whole thing because there were a lot of unpolitically correct, you know. Okay, so you're talking about just doing a comp. It condensed, comp. yeah, but but do it. So what? You put together the best of the Beatle cartoons. It's still a revenue stream for the future. That I don't. That I don't disagree with. Yeah, doing a best of. Yeah. But what about what about the idea, Mitch, of you know putting together an hour long special and even just selling it to to one of the cable companies you, you could you yeah, could, could sell it to disney documentary yeah the making of the beetle bingo and how many and bingo. you know what even if you had the talking heads i don't mean the group <laughs> we like the, the beetle cartoons <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> now the you talking have david burn with his big suit going, <laughs> with uh, the no, big but i mean if you if you had the the talking heads there will be so many celebrity talking heads who were first made aware of the beatles from the cartoons so even if you did do a documentary, even if it was this year, that could be simultaneously re simultaneously released with any major Beatle release, like Rubber Soul or Please Please Me in the future. Yeah, because so I, I got it up because again, not because I'm the author, but because I firmly believe that the cartoons are that important to at least America. It, it's it's good that you're saying important in a sense that like like for me, I got you know. I not because I knew you, but I read your book. I enjoyed the book. I I didn't like the cartoons, but I but really again, enjoyed the book. In the history. Bingo. And so the idea of, like you said, putting together a comp. Right. If you put together a comp with some talking heads and you do going through some of the history and, yeah. you know, and then and it aired on Disney Plus, I go out of my way to watch it. Oh, I think I think you know, everybody like, would. I really would. Right. I do. I think, and I think the the boomers and their kids would show the grandkids the special too because it's cartoons. Let's let's face it. So right. I think there's there's no downside to that. There really isn't. I know the Beatles hated the voices, but again, we're talking fifty five years later now, um, and I and I just think that they are they are a piece of Beatle history which has long been forgotten, and it could be. Could be because don't forget, when you generate merchandise from the cartoons, you don't hear the voices. Right. And I actually think the cartoon merchandise would probably be better selling than the DVD because right. you know, you, I, I see the cartoon merchandise all the time, especially at the fest. You know, you see the shirts, uh, you know, isn't no. there one where Ringo's playing a, like an alligator or something? With yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The, the group one with the alligator, which the alligator was only in one freaking episode, but he's iconic. Yeah, yeah he's, because, so, so to me, the 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 merchandise, the T-shirts, anything like that is is even better for the cartoons and yeah, just put out could the could cartoons. Out, well, you, you could do anything. You could put out notebooks just like in 64. You could do anything. Right. And, and in that regard, you don't hear the voices and you don't have to worry that the Beatles hated the voices. But so again, but even with that, though, Mitch, with the voices, I mean, and another thing, too, is and another thing. 
we we were talking about the cartoons last week. I think like I was in the car. And there you go. And we were talking about the 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 uh, cartoons while I was in the car last week. And I was saying that you know for me, "And Your Bird Can Sing" is still one of my favorite Beatles songs. It always has been. It has to be because as much as I didn't love the cartoons, I was still up at six thirty to seven o'clock in the morning when they were on in syndication, eating my cereal, and every every episode. Andrew Bergen Singh was playing at me. The third season started with so, it. So, you know, so mentioned it in the revolver. Yeah. Button. And the other thing, too, it's funny is you think about it is is the voices. And yeah. if you think about it, Paul Freeze, every every kid and you, you know, that's Paul Freeze. Yes. Every kid knows from our generation who even if you didn't like the Beatles cartoons, you still you knew. Know, and even kids now know that voice because of the Rankin Bass special. Correct. Right. Hey. So, Go to Disney. Go to Disney. He's the voice right. of the haunted house. Right. Right. So every so, kid is going to recognize that voice right away. Beatles, no Beatles. You know, right. the Beatles didn't like the voices, whatever. That's still Paul Freeze. Right. I know that if, voice. If, if you want to get a little different with the, the Beatle cartoon stuff, obviously some stuff is not, not politically correct. Maybe you re it because I know, and well, Mitch, I know you know this, yeah. but, you know, some songs weren't the full songs. Right. So maybe you do a re-edit with at least some of the songs, so it's a you know so it covers the whole song and not. I remember help was cut down to like a minute and a half because they cut out the third verse. Well, if I fell so, was like they put a diff- bunch of different verses in in different order, but again, it it I don't think you need the editing. I just think you need a good compilation of very politically correct, which there's definitely two hours worth. And, yeah. and again, there's your revenue stream. So. And how do you do it though, Mitch? Do you pick do you pick episodes or do you just pick do you pick do you pick it would pick episodes? Here's, here's the problem with this, Tony, and, and and I don't want to get into too much more on this, but you gotta do the cartoons. The, the the opening of the first season is politically incorrect. Right. With the Indian and, and the right. and the quote right. Chinaman, the you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, Asian American. So you would have to probably pick the the uh, third season with Anya Bird can sing, right? And just use that as the opening of the DVD, and then right. just choose ten or fifteen five minute cartoons. But you know, it, it. it would be the first time where a first season uh, right. intro has been d- deleted for a third season. You know, that happens on syndication. You know, they use the same; All they the want time. the same one, and that's what they do. So, uh, so just perfect. just something we we spent a lot of time on the cartoons, but I yeah, think anyway. as a as a revenue stream in the future after these albums, it's something that we the show is what's next. So you know what? <laughs> that could be what's next in you know 2033. Who knows? Cup couple of other um thoughts and you you again tossed this out earlier, Mitch. Um we were talking earlier today and you had said about uh diving back or digging back into the, the BBC. Yeah, archive, and oh. it would be a fantastic box set. And I and I think the problem is there's there's a that fear. Oh, did we put out? We put out the best sound and quality stuff already. Yeah, but you know what though? You 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 put out the original two releases, then you remastered them, and they sound better. Better, you know. Um, rebanded them too, right? They're, they're, and rebanded them. Yeah, they did. There are still things in the archive. Uh, that still could potentially sound great. You might not get a good another two disc set out of the BBC, um, but maybe 
you know, maybe again you, you do the best of the BBC. No, no, no. I, I want I want the entire I want too, Rob. I want everything, but I like the conversations. Um just recently I was yeah. going through some stuff I had on disc and it's just stuff I put together over the years, and it was the Beatles in '65 on, um, I think it was Saturday Club, but it was at Christmas time, and they were promoting "We Can Work It Out," which they played yeah. a single. But I forgot all the funny chat they were talking about, and I'm yeah. listening to this, and I'm like, you know, this should have been on. You know, I know why they did live at the BBC because it was all about performances, but they do have the funny bits, some of them at least. To me, I want from. You know, 1962, which won't happen because it's not Ringo, but with teenagers turn. And I wanted to, if they can find it, 1970, you know, there's an interview with George Harrison where he says, well, you know, the Beatles still could be together. This is before everything got serious. But that's what I would like to see. I, I, I always liked the, the conversation parts with the BBC because they felt very comfortable with the BBC. They listened to the BBC. They knew the the, uh, the guests of I mean, the host, so they didn't have to, like, say, well, who's this guy I'm talking to? They knew who they were talking to. The only so, problem with that, Rob, and again, it's something I would l- really, really love to see, too. But I think if you think about it, I don't think there's been a major artist yet who's had a, a box set or a compilation where it's basically been music plus conversation. Like, right. I just I don't think it's happened yet. I mean, if anything, could the Beatles be the band that they could do it with? Probably. Right. I, I, th- I think it, I don't think it's been it done would yet. work. I mean, you know, the only problem with the Beatles stuff is, you know, they didn't save it. <laughs> you know, how the hell I they know, not yeah. save it? But if you listen to, yeah. like, Led Zeppelin's BBC box set or the Who's BBC box set, they did save the tapes so they have better quality at least. And Two years later, home recording was a lot better. Yeah, well, that's true too. So you know. that would be my uh, my thing is the BBC box set bigger than the Great Dane one, bigger than the ones they've done over the years. They've added things, and you know they keep finding quality right. recordings. You know, or they they figured a way to you know transcribe it from a trans- transcription disc. And you don't yeah. have to do much for the book. You just take Kevin Howlett's book. Yeah, the head, all right. and throw right. it in there. Right. No, and you're you right. You really don't and, uh, have to do any more. That's right. very, very comprehensive. Just like you open up the box and it just says, you know, here's the Amazon link to Kevin Howlett's book. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy that, you know. Yeah, but, no, but, I mean, no, but that, that's that's to me because the, the BBC stuff is very good. You know, I, I, I like the BBC stuff. There's there's just, you know, the, the hosts were kind of square, but they were trying that's to be hard. hip, but they, but they weren't like the American DJs. Where you know uh, Carol James is talking about the, the Beetle wig and the Beatles are trying not to laugh at him, you know. Right, or you right. got Murray the K, you know, saying you know getting called a wanker and not knowing he's yeah. You know, <laughs> like, hey, that's yeah, right, I'm a Murray wanker, K, guys. Huh? Yeah, Murray the K wanker. It's like wait, Murray wait, wait, the wait, K wait wanker. you know what that means? <laughs> but so yeah, it's just, but that's I, that's funny now at this point. You know, Murray right. the K didn't know it at the time, so. But I do think. Uh, a, a really cool BBC box because I got to tell you, when when those CDs came out, I know it was revelatory oh, back then, but I still go to those. Those are just oh. fun. I'd like them, some of them, to be speed corrected. You know, I mean, you know, because uh, some of them are not like the I should have known betters and stuff. But well, that never came out of officially, so yeah. But again, if, but but maybe in this box they do. <laughs> right. And and so. you got to remember they also on the uh, bootleg 63 series there was a lot of BBC stuff on there. So 
That's like another disc. There's five discs of BBC. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Oh, Rob, you just brought up something that I didn't even think about. Wow. Oh, Rob, Rob can't right. get digital releases every year of BBC, right. of, of Beatles 64 bootleg, Beatles 65 bootleg. It doesn't matter anymore about the copyright thing. So just do the digital thing and, and give us the extra stuff while we're waiting for, like, Rubber Soul and Please That'd Please. That'd be, uh, you know, digital only. Uh, they, they did it yeah. for 63 and supposedly haven't done it for the rest of the years, but, you know, maybe maybe it got put in and put out really fast, unlike the, the Beach Boy stuff. Someone would have caught it. <laughs> I guess. No, yeah, I mean, that never would have flown past the radar for very long. I, you, I'm, sure, gonna, I'm sure of that. Are you going to be upset if, like, they, all of a sudden they say, hey, everybody, for the next week, you can download BBC, uh, the Beatles 64 bootleg. I wouldn't be, and they gave us what sort of the content like they did on. The right. only problem is, and this is going to come up when we talk about early takes. The only problem is if they do that, then you then you're giving away content from what's potentially in an album box. Right, right, right. And that's but at I, the same time, it it's such a great thing. If you imagine you put out for one day only. Download yeah. the Beatles, nineteen sixty four, and people would go crazy. It would be a great, but, and they'd still publicity. buy the box that the that, that right, that, and that's what's that key. Stuff could be on the, right. the idea of Beatles bootlegs interfering with Beatles sales is ludicrous. It always, it really always has been. You know, nobody's turned around and said, "Ah, I got the bootleg of that. I don't need yeah. the legitimately released version." Right, you know, because no one ever. You know, what I'm saying, Tony, is oh no, no, the I know. Beatles themselves would put out the quote bootleg yeah. '64. Yeah. So you know, but that's where I'm going. Like in other words, release. Yeah, in other words, you're right. If they do that, it's not as though they'd ever have to worry about stepping on their own toes. Like you were saying, they do, or you or Rob said they duplicate some material, but no one's gonna care. Put that okay. stuff out, and we'd all go buck nutty and download it and go crazy. And then when it came out in hard copy, we'd still be stupid. Up, we'd still go out and buy it. So you know? I brought up early takes. Let's let's start going to some solo stuff, if you don't mind. I sure. brought up early takes. Everybody who loved early takes one, even though it was what six minutes, um, the whole album. <laughs> it was it about was, thirty-one yeah, minutes. Yeah, twenty-one minutes, which is way too short. But again, do we? Do we? Sort of, are we expecting too much from George's estate? Because with George's estate not having the qual the quantity of albums like the Beatles do, if they put out more early takes, do they give away the farm on some possible releases in the future without takes? I'm just going to throw this out there and be honest, and I I may I may have fans going, you know, we hate you, Tony Gerardo. That's but, anyway. I, no, that would be a bitch. There they go. <laughs> nice. I say it every day. I hate I, you, I, 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 I gotta you go, be honest. I, I gotta be honest. Um, I, I would have no interest whatsoever in an expanded Dark Horse package. I agree with you. You know, I mean, texture. or extra texture. It just, no, it just no, I agree. I it agree. just doesn't so move me. It doesn't is, do is the way to go. Give me, give me demos. Yeah. Give me tired of midnight blue acoustic home demo. I'm go. all about that. That I'll go run out and grab. You know, I have that exactly in my notes, Tony. I have that's hysterical. I, I'm not kidding. I, I wrote, but I can't see boxes for extra texture and dark horse. So maybe they do release an LP of early takes from those albums. Bingo. I, I mean, I, have that in my I, so I would run out and gr if you basically said to me, 
you know, a, a lighter, you know, a lighter horse and, and slightly yeah. less texture. And you put out a, you know, and you put out a, a, a demo with, you know, nine songs or eight songs from those two albums. I'd be a sucker enough to run out and grab that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I would guess love right. to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to pay a hundred and four, no. even a hundred for each box. Look, it's it's probably going to be that way. And we'll probably for extra texture or dark horse. We'll probably it'll probably come in like a, a Roman Trojan horse. I was swear, I swear to God, I was just I was just <laughs> about to say that. That's really? a, I was just about to say for it's a thousand dollars horse actual Trojan horse. That's and gonna, you could roll it into your room and then right. open it up and take out the content. And then and then you open up the content and you go, Oh, because it's just that <laughs> album. <laughs> well, I, I think um you know, I agree with you about Dark Horse and Extra Texture, but I can't see if they're going to go through each album, the, you know, Danny and Olivia, though Danny's been doing the work, obviously. Yeah. I, I can't see them not doing it. And I agree. And maybe it's maybe it's just a two CD set. Maybe it's not a full box. Maybe they um, combine those. Would anybody well, care if they combine them? Uh, I I would. I think I don't think any of them are going to combine anything. Even well, Ringo. Don't forget, not, it's not like the Beatles, Rob, where you said. Oh, I know that. It's not about the Beatles. It's about the placement on the shelf. You know, it's a, the placement on you know in the shelf where it goes. Okay, all things must pass. Okay, there's living in the material world at each one. That's what I think. Maybe you know, the process. Dark of course, an extra texture be next to each other. What, Rob? What's any different from doing a? Dark Horse Extra Texture than doing a McCartney um, Wildlife Red Rose Speedway. Well, he, those were separate. Those were separate also. boxes. They were separate, but but there was also the combined box. That's, that's second box, and that, but that was a limited edition, which okay. we hadn't talked about. And and to be honest with you, I wasn't too thrilled that, that was. I thought that was a, a probably better than the Wings Wildlife box because there was some interesting things on. But then again, Paul forgot to include. Some things on there, you know, anything with Linda singing lead has yet to show up on a box set of his, even yeah. like Seaside Woman, you know, the studio version, you know, or, you know, anything from what she recorded in 75. But, so but New correct, Orleans. Me if, correct me if I'm wrong, though, Rob, wasn't there? I don't know if it was expanded, but wasn't there a beautifully remastered Wide Prairie? Yeah. I, I don't know if it was remastered, but I, yeah. I, there's been a vinyl version. I know of that. Yeah. And, I think it was remastered. I'm not. I don't think it was remixed, remastered. I think no, it was just remixed. No, yeah. it's just remastered. It sounds. Yeah, but, it sounds amazing. My my problem with the and I like White Prairie and I like her stuff, um, but it really they were most of the tracks were Wings tracks or considered yeah, recorded that's during true. that time. So that's and to true. me, to me, I don't know why Paul doesn't include that only to show that yeah. Linda, you know, could sing. You know, she wasn't yeah. Ronnie Spector. But she could sing yeah. it, and I think that would help, you know, the misunderstanding about her, you know, singing ability. Yeah. So, that, yeah. you know, every time, and even Denny Lane, you know, I'd only smile. What a great song that is. You know, but that's and, been true. put out. Yeah, but that was right. only put out in the, that, the, middle, uh, the, the limited edition box set, you know, that whole thing where it was kind of expensive, actually. Uh, but it was limited, and that was the thing. That no, Rob, I, I don't think that's, we'd have to go back and look, but I think that the only thing that was in that, that, expanded box tour. was the 73 tour album yeah was that it was the only difference really okay I maybe a smile is definitely on the expanded versions that we could buy yeah you know, double disc or yeah, yeah I don't absolutely even, i haven't played it a lot so well, i haven't yeah well, that I'm that. Something, no go ahead tony 
No, I was going to I was going to jump back to you, Mitch, about how it's really funny. But here we are talking about what's to come and what we'd love to have show up. And you haven't talked about the one thing that you've been waiting for for years that's supposed yeah. to come. Well, we're getting to it. Yeah, but but all right. So uh, are we done with George? Because you want yeah. to know something? If I get another box this year of living in material world, I'm going to I'm going to protest. I'm going to go to Henley on the Thames. I'm going to go to the Freaker Fryer Park and say, no, please. <laughs> We've already gotten living in a material Enough world. Enough with the material world. Right. <laughs> so do I want it again? No. But anyway, what Tony's alluding to is what? London Town back to the egg? Yeah. If, if we don't get those this year, I'm going to London. <laughs> After I protest, the other side of the sign that says no more living in the material world will say, hey, where the freak is London Town and back to the egg? There you go. I'll go to um, Soho Square and and protest because that's the last of the Wings archives. And we need that. We do. After that, to be totally honest with you, maybe a press to play box, but I don't need an expanded Broad Street box. My own opinion. I don't I don't care as much. The two wings slots in well, like you said, Rob, on the shelf. And that's the last of the quote wings, period. I need right. those. And we've, no, been, we've been rumored for years. And I hope it's going to be this year in 2023 as we record, like I said. But, I mean, if that's not next, I don't know what McCartney's doing. Because I know he put out the singles box. And that was fine. That was a, a nice, fun little limited. But it's not $600. Come on. $611. And, but you know what? And 32 cents. has it loves it. And, and you know what? More power to McCartney. If he can sell them out. More power. He has, but again, another limited edition. Um, right. You know, and but, including, like, I Want to Go Home was only a digital release. I don't think it had a B side, which is the demo, which sounds just like the regular album. Yeah. The, the regular right. version of that. I just, right. I, I just really, for McCartney, it so makes sense to do the last two Wings albums. And that's what I want first. Whether it's this year, next year, I don't care. I don't want another release from McCartney unless it's a new album, obviously. And I'm not so sure I want that. Sorry. Um, but McCartney I, 3 is good. Come on. I yes, like as, as a coaster. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. Oh, boo no, you. No, no, no. Boo. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, guys, I gave it a good review. I know. Uh, but I, as far as archives, because I, I think there's rumors that McCartney is coming out with new music. He said it. He was doing new music in one of the newsletters. So there's no, you know, it's not like we're rumoring here. Ooh, rumor mongering. Um, there, he said it himself. So I would expect a new album. But as far as archives, we didn't get any last year. Uh, so guess what? It, I want London Town and Back to the Egg this year and soon. I think he's. Was, I'm, I think he's afraid to look back at you know. Look what's av- not available yet. Press to play an album. He's da- the only album I ever heard of downplay is Press to Play. But that's one of my favorite album. One of my favorites. It's a solo album, but you know what? All the other Wings archives have been out. Right, and and I, and I think you know London Towns. You know, it should be redone. My uh, favorite, you know, Wings album. Back to the Egg, which didn't do what he wanted sales wise and influence wise. Platinum. Right. So, but and there's a lot of things. But it seems like he's avoiding. I mean, you got two books coming out from him. You got the um, the lyrics book, and now this picture book from 1964. Yep. Uh, the the singles thing was another, you know, avoidance of going back and looking. <laughs> oh, it's the truth. And, and no, even I know, you, but and even with the Wings Over the 64 tour, I mean, you know, 
even with the wings over America, you know, there was there, except for the, the the disc you could buy and get at Best Buy, we had eight songs on untouched. Yeah, oh, the, oh. he recorded those shows, so why not a second version of that? You know, and 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 then of course, if he's going to put out other things, will he include uh, the show from Glasgow? You know, which is called Wings Last Flight. Oh, will he that, that with Back on, to the Egg. That's got to be on Back to the Egg. But dude, but hasn't he already? Uh, what I'm concerned about with that, though, Mitch, hasn't he, hasn't he already bastardized that a little bit? No. Yes, some uh, yeah. songs. Some yeah, some songs from Glasgow have. He pulled yes. every night, every night put it on yes. on uh, uh, McCartney. You know the first McCartney, right? Uh, Son isn't Hot as Son on there too, right? I have yeah, to go I back so. and look. I, yeah, I so but you got. I you agree, know, you wonder but... is he gonna is he gonna just put out the whole thing, or is he gonna go? Oh, you know, we already put some tracks out. You know, uh, I don't the know. The problem but... with McCartney is that he has such an abundance of material to release archive wise, and and why isn't he putting it out? Why why do we have to dive through the dumpster to get stuff from him? I, I, I agree with you whole wholeheartedly, but logic because you know what it is. We got to look at it from. I mean, you know, Rob, you got to remember. You know, we're sitting here doing a friggin' Beatles podcast. You know, we've been doing it for how many years? We we're fans, years. collectors. Whether we like it or not, realistically, Paul, you know, Paul, George, George's estate, John's estate, ring. They are really just four artists right just right four people paul may just turn around and say you know what i don't like that and i i and i don't want people to hear it i i think it's crap or i just you know you know what that's true and I, think I, it's might... good, but from the perspective of me the guy that made it i don't want my name on that i don't want that around so whether it's whether it's right or wrong it's that idea of, and again, being the collector that I am and that we are, I, I think, you know what? It's okay to be demanding. <laughs> you know, Paul, you schnook, give me that. I don't care if you don't like it. I, I want it. You know, I do think, it. though, London but, Town and Back to the Egg. Now, now London Town more because uh, London Town, you know, had with a little luck, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that was a huge song for them. Huge song for Wings. So. I don't see how he could avoid putting out at least London Town. And I, I, as much as he doesn't like or may not have liked the result of Back to the Egg, uh, there's so much he, content. I don't think he disliked Back to the Egg. He I just think he disliked the performance. The performance it, of it. But, of the album, of the sales, not his performance. But for me, for London Town, what I'd like to see, Yeah. Uh, and then we got to jump to John. But yeah. Jump to John. What I'd what I'd like to see is the equivalent of what happened with Tug of War and Pipes of Peace, especially done with London Town. Is that a lot of what Paul did, in my opinion, with both of those records is he de-softened them. He he he, he let some of the hard edges live without without like he he stripped off some layers of vocals he took out some you know, like you know to me if i never have to hear two 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 like over oh. again i'd be ecstatic you know or or just have it be softened or you don't edit the integrity of the song no but what you what you do is you you that that whole album can be remixed so it's got a little more balls it's I, it's I just agree. got a little more it's it's not it's not quite 1970s 
soft rock. But I see that's bit, the thing. That's the epitome of yacht rock because wasn't he on a yacht? He's um, on a, that's true. Right. No, but I mean, I, I again, I may be biased because that it's my favorite Wings album. But that's what makes it for me the the mellowness of it because right. it still rocks with Cafe on the Left Bank. It and, does, but uh, the two the the two songs that always make me go hmm is the single and and the title song. You London know. Town, the title song is now, and I hate the video even more. Wait, uh, yeah, what were you saying? I know what you're the talking title about. song is the the one you mentioned too, too. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's that's where I'm going. I'm saying it, the rest of the album, I agree. There's some real good rock and roll in that record, but particularly the 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 single and the title song, I I kind of just go. Mm, you no, know? I, I understand that, but again, there's so much content for an archive release, whether it's uh, you know video wise because he had a bunch of videos, whether it's outtakes. We know there's a ton of outtakes for London Town and Back to the Egg. And right. there's, there's the live, like Rob alluded to, the live last, last flight, plus the Back to the Egg video special he had on Channel 5 here in New York. Right. Um, or ch- yeah, Channel 5 it was on, I think. And, and maybe uh, include the, uh, the uh, UNICEF show. Yeah, the Campuchia. So, oh, God, yeah, wow, Campuchia. There's, there's so much content. Listen. The Rockester think- film. Do right, I think right. we're getting them? Do I think we're getting it? Yes, I really do think we're getting both of them this year. You know what? I'm, that's you know what? I'm Mitch? bitching and moaning now. That might be the hangup. Seriously, well, we Just know that. legally the orchestra is there's a, there's all the rights to to you know clear. Well, uh, they, they already cleared it because of the recording. Now the movie might be different, but right. the recording is set. Visual. Yeah, yeah, the recording. Once you get the recording done and put it out, you've already set up your your. Your your lie uh, your legal thing. So that's part. Well, it should of it. be easy because half of them are dead now. I mean, I hate. Well, to say you know, <laughs> I don't mean it meanly. No, I know, it, but it's horrible. But yeah, I, but I you know, you can, horrible. you can. There are wait. Listen, it's McCartney. I'm sure if he has his NPL people on it, legal people, I'm sure they can get it cleared. I'm sure they've already gotten it cleared. And quite frankly, and then we'll move on to John. I do think we're getting both of these this year. I I, I think agree. They're ready to go, and we're just not. You know. At, Watch, two weeks after this show is released, you'll you will get a press release, and we'll look like geniuses. Thank you very much. Anyway, well, I, I, I one thing I like that he he did on Wingspan is with a little luck is the single version, and and yes. it's one of the few times he's done that where he put out the single version on the the greatest hits album. But I sort of like that because the middle part, as much as it's you know drifting away, so to speak, it you know it, it you know the way it was edited it sounded much harder it's, than the actual song you know what though, um, rob it's it's on the album it works because the album is very mellow and that middle yes. part is mellow it works on the album but you're absolutely correct if because the single we got was like you said the single edit right so you know are we gonna i'm sure he would release something like that you know as part of the outtakes the single edit but I think it all works, but I think I do think we're getting it. So, well, there's, there's a couple other things with McCartney before we go Uh-oh. move over. Just first of all, give our God's Broad Street as much as it's, um, you know, it's a weird album because it's him covering himself. Um, but there was something I remember reading in Beatle Book Monthly, and it was written by Mark Lewison that during the scene where Chris Spedding and Dave Edmonds and Ringo and Paul and Linda are playing, the they didn't just do those songs. They did a whole bunch of 50 songs 
right. you know, early predecessor to the Russian album or Run Devil Run. Now, whether they did these in rehearsal mode where they're not caring or if they're trying to actually record, I don't know. But if that's available, I would love to hear that. Um, you know, and, and the other thing about giving my regards to Broad Street is that that was probably one of the few times that Paul and George Martin fought. Because George Martin didn't want to do things live because that's not what he really does. And Paul wanted to do everything live because he wanted to do something different. And that's the only time that I remember reading, you know, they had a problem. Plus, it was a great South Bank show where Paul's talking about the movie and playing some songs live on acoustic guitar, so which Rob, is very cool. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Marketing. You're talking about the future. Yeah, I know. And you're right. right. Tony, and, and and mark my words, everybody out there, we are going to be doing a, a Mystery Science Theater version of that movie. Um, but <laughs> the it calls for it. it reeks of it. Come on, it no, but, Rob. Do you? We're talking future now. Yeah. But the future for this one, uh, not the song, is that be in your opinion, because you want it so much. Is it before press to play? because it's chronologically before or do you want press to play in the future before the broad street expanded i would want if i was paul i I wouldn't release it last because then people say oh that's the last one and you don't want to go out with like a whimper because it's it's a different album um i don't know i mean to me um i would like to see the mccartney interview put out as you know the way it was released from radio stations will it happen i don't know you know i don't know yeah but but, um, now but press to play i love and there's a lot of material that was only released in great britain yes uh mix let's watch rob rob's gonna hate this you know what they should do rob what's that tony they should they should just take all that stuff and just make it just just you pay one price and you get it all as just a download oh oh, you you (laughs) dirty trickster you you dirty (laughs) trickster all right well you said there was something else rob other than broad street well, I, I like I said, I like the McCartney interview because I like the way oh. it was set up for radio. Um, it's not a great recorded interview, but that's fine. And I'm trying to think of other things that you know for, that might still be available. But, I mean, but this, but what we what we've drifted from Rob is right. what's not out right. instead of what we really. Well, the McCartney interview did. was released as a. I understand that it'll never happen. I you still can't that. believe it. I it'll still can't happen. believe it was released in the first place right. as an album, double album. I right. can't. It, is, it, it wasn't released as a double album. It was, it was a single, only to radio stations. Oh, right, album. right. I'm sorry. Yeah, radio stations had the uh, the open end. Aspect. Yeah, they had that, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, but um, well, but I can't think of much else with Paul. I mean, you know, he's, it's, it's, so he's waiting for a reason, and maybe he just doesn't want to deal with it. You know, but he's got. You know what? Though you said it would be the last one for uh, Broad Street, but it's not. He no. has. You know, he could do. Uh, uh, Chaos expanded, memory expanded. I mean, chaos has some songs that weren't included. You know, yes. there's there's many to do, but let's try to stay in the time frame. I mean, I I think I think I want London kind of back to the egg. Damn it! Now we're moving on. Well, that's that we know is is realistic. I'm just talking about like the fact that we're like you said at the beginning of the show four days ago. We we we're doing this in 2023. So let's. Let's keep it to like, I know they don't do anniversaries, but there's, this was an exceptional year 50 years ago. Yes, it was. You know, so, so I, you know, we talked about a little, we talked about George, talked about Paul, we talked about the Beatles, you know, just to, but 
you know, we still was were potentially expecting a uh, uh, sometime in New York City. Yeah, remaster. but let me just before we and, go there, I'm telling you right now, I will have another sign in England if we get a freaking 50th anniversary of Band on the Run. I'm telling you right now, I, that thing has been released so many times. They they have ran around the world that band. He's going to put it again anymore. He's going to put it out again without Helen Wheels. One more time, <laughs> just to... Well, just Helen, and she has no just wheels. Just no wheels. Anyway. Well, but, no, well, just about Bad on the Run, it's right. one of the few 5.1 mixes he put out. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. I've got 75 copies sitting on this shelf. Right, like you right, said, right. next to each other. This one's of 2010, 2012, 2000. That has been released a lot. We released all over the place. I agree. All right. All right. So, but, so we're going to be quad Bad on the Run also. Wow. Let's okay. talk about John. Um, we were supposed to get sometime in New York City, and right. the website was up. It was uh, allegedly completed. Why didn't we get it, guys? We can only, you know, obviously speculate, but, uh, you know, is it the N word? And you know or what? And interest? again, you and I talked a little bit about this. If, if, I would be so incredibly disappointed in John's estate and in the Apple, you know, and in the Beatles organization on the whole, if they're running away from the N word as it appeared well, on that record. Just so but I'm just saying, but if there, that is the nothing case, about why it was not really, but if that is the case, or if it has to do with the, the naked photos on the cover or whatever it is, or, um, Granted, it's it's a fiery record. Um, granted, you know, does do they want to be incendiary and talk about you know the IRA? Do they want to? But you know what? The whole idea of that album is it was it was a historical piece. It's of the time. It's of the time. So you know what? Put out a book with its with its you know change the website so the website shows the headlines. Um. You know what you give us? Give us the original article where John got the title of the song of Woman Is. Because he's he's it, he shows it on the Cavett Show. You know, he talks this, about it on the Cavett Show. This is where it got it from. This is where it came from. I understand. Show that, you know. They want to risk it. Do they? I, 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 I don't. I personally think it, it, that might be part of it, but I think. How do you do the box set? There was so much done in 72. I mean, you have him doing two shows at the Garden. He was on the Jerry Lewis Telethon. He was a he was live in a lot of places. Do you include everything in that box? Or do you take the New York City stuff and make that a separate box? And, you know, that's, I think, part of it. We know that Jack Douglas has said he's already done the remix for New York City. Many, yeah. many years ago. Yeah, many years yeah. ago. When he was at the fest, that's when he said it. Yeah. Um, so that's like five years ago. So I think part of it is how big of a box do you want? And then the other thing, and, and no one's talked about this, the song King Kong from Frank Zappa, John took and made it his own song. Yeah, but so, that, that can easily be corrected though, Rob. That's not could, a, but there that's was a, a version released it. as a single disc of Sometime in New York City, which did not include that. Now they oh. put it out later with it on again. But okay, maybe but there's, in the box set thing, the family's going to say, you know what? Maybe we should have this reclaimed. It's, you know, no, I mean, Zappa's bits on, on YouTube where Zappa talks about this. 
No, Zappa, the Zappa family have their version out. Right. They, it, right. You know, I mean, the Zappa version on Playground Psychotics is right. the Zappa mix. If the the estate wants to put out King Kong, parentheses, the John Lennon mix or the Lennon family mix and take out Flo and Eddie again and do whatever they want to do, they'd have to get permission from Amit at this point, who right. probably would give it. Um, and and they'd work something out. I mean, it, I would know, hope they would, but that might be a reason. And to me, how big of this box, you know, it's also the, the worst selling album of John Lennon's career. Right. It's very dated. So, you know, the material is not going to be stuff you're going to be, you know, as I like to say, playing at a party. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> to me, coming that, to your house. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's coming to my house tomorrow. No, you're not. <laughs> Uh, but to me, that's part of it. This is out of all of John's albums is the least is not going to be the first one you pick. Two words. No interest. Really? For you personally. Yeah. For, personally for me. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's not only personally for me. I when when we first put up the uh, on our Facebook page, the website, oh, it's up, you know, and and, and you know, STM or whatever. I think it actually spells stink. Um S-T-I-M-Y-C. Uh, it does spell stink. Um, if you, if, when we first put that up, people were like, oh, you're kidding. Who wants that? And, and you know what? I, I do think marketing-wise, uh, with everything we just said, everything, especially the N-word, and I don't care, Tony, right now in this day and age, you say the N-word, I don't care if John Lennon, the, the, the saint John Lennon, is now talking about the n-word i don't care it's still on compilations though mitch it's not like they've yeah. run away from it it's on comps it's the idea is you know all when you was doing, the last comp it was on it wasn't on give me some truth was it yeah sure it was are we sure about that i'll tell you in a second but i'm yeah. i'm pretty sure it was on give me some truth i i don't think it's been on any live I any greatest so. albums except for uh shave fish quite frankly oh. i just think I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Give me some truth. No, uh, yeah. I'm talking about what was the one that was. Um, the, no, the, the the last one. The um, what was the one with him with the the cover with him with the fist in the air? Wasn't there like a power to the people type? Yeah, compilation? They, yeah. Th th there were four different compilations or whatever. That they give me some. Out. The first, give me some truth, not the second one. Yeah, yeah. The last oh, right, one, right, right, right. The four CD years one. ago with the 36 songs and. But here's the. I mean, guys. To be honest, that thing won't sell enough to probably recoup the effort in, in order to make a box whether it has uh live in new york city or not again it's download not only to... download only just give it, well, give it I, I, I would say right now since it's done yeah we might get a quiet download in the in the near future okay quiet download so okay the only guy left and probably the biggest freaking album of his career which yeah. is 50 years old in this year of 2023 ringo the most deserving box again i don't know how many outtakes there are but if if any album deserves a good remix and good box even though it was recorded pretty well it's the ringo album we we need it i need it i think it's a great album knowing I, I, knowing richard perry yeah who's very conservative yeah there's not a lot of outtakes there aren't no, a lot of full complete outtakes knowing richard perry and how he worked not a lot and you may be totally right. So you know what we do in that case? They take, they don't do a box set. All right. They do an anniversary remix, just like 
if you remember, Paul McCartney put out a bunch of albums very quietly, uh, which were remixed. Like he put out um, the uh, the Amoeba Show. He put out Run Devil Run. They were all remastered and all that very quietly. So you know what? A little more loud than than the quiet McCartney releases. You put out a nice, even if it's a two disc. Uh, you don't do a whole box set, but you put out a, a two disc 50th anniversary of Ringo. It Why would you have it. to do that quietly, though, Mitch? Just because you're not doing quietly. it as a I box? Mean, I mean, I, I don't know if you need a big box. But I now, mean, all right, now I'm going to play devil's advocate. Now I'm going to play be a complete schmuck. Well, are you going to do a Ringo album? Because the big hit from one of the big hits was Your 16. Well, again, that, I, Your 16 is nowhere near the N word. I know, no, I know but it's pedophile. But if Ringo put it out now, he'd be canceled. <laughs> you have to, you cannot take it off the album. I right? know. Because yeah. it was a big hit. Right. Right. I, I think, he, I think, you know, it was done for fun in 1973. Right. Of course, it was a remake of a, uh, right, um, of a Burnett song, of a Johnny Burnett song. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, so you don't, you know, you don't, you don't take it off, but this album was his biggest selling album. It outsold a lot of the other Beatles solo albums. It had three, uh, two number ones and top five with Oh My My, I think. Uh, so you know what? you got to give him his due. I, I, I don't know why they didn't do it for the 40th. All, all you need to do with this, Mitch, honestly, is you do you do the album. You do um, uh, the 6 o'clock expanded. Yep. You do um, the 45 mix of Oh My My. Uh, you do... Yeah, even if you do four or five bonus tracks with the regular album, yeah, on uh, you do the on the if with Yoko's permission, maybe you do John's on the greatest version. with John's version. Um, you know, I know that there's a there's a different version of Sunshine Life on something. Uh, I can't remember what, but there's like a different. Maybe there is there was there a quad Ringo? Yes, there was. I, yeah, no, so there's no, a. No. What's that? What's it? Yeah. It was a good night, Vienna. No, I think it's Ringo. Ringo had There's a, there was a. I think there was a quad good night, Vienna. Um, but I mean, you know, there's got to be enough for you to for you to get. How do I put it? There's got to be enough for you to get a a interesting expanded album out of it. I think you probably get. You know, if you if there is a quad and there is, a, there was a quad A track. Okay, so you so you put that there and. Um, and maybe you do a total remix, you know, a real yeah, remix. Yeah. And yeah. quite frankly, he's still touring. All right, he just announced, as of this taping, uh, more tours for the for the for the West year two thousand twenty three. Yeah. So you know what? He's still touring. You put out this at the end of the year or the beginning of next year, or whatever. He's going to promote it. I mean, I know you know he his his stuff doesn't sell well, but you know. I know that I would buy an expanded Ringo. I know the fans would, regardless if it's Ringo. It may not sell for the mass fan, yes. but I, I think it would easily you know, outsell what he's putting out now, and the music he's putting out now is good. And but before, I, and you know, soon enough, he's not going to be able to sing the only line that he can rhyme every 10 years. <laughs> you know, now I'm only 82, 82 and yeah. all I need to do is find the loo. I don't know. I mean, no, but, you know what, though? In, in concert, I think the last time we saw him, he went and all, uh, and he says, now I'm only two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny, but the guy looks like he's 52. I, so I don't please. care. Hey, doing the jumping jacks on the stage. You don't see uh, uh, many other people doing that. Don't see well, me I, doing it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, Mitch. Uh, Ringo would be a great choice. 
I think maybe one other, you know, thing would be to have a a two CD greatest hits package, maybe, um, or maybe even a three CD greatest hits package. Starstruck though. Yeah, yeah. Not, well, it's sort of you know, photograph the best. It's too much. Ringo, Ringo well, to do but uh, at this point, at this point, you know, he hasn't had a great since Paxton's photograph, and that was only one disc. Even right, though I covered most of his career, there's some songs that just were you know should be known for the people who only buy great no, the you're big gonna, difference you're click the skip if you're yeah. on the cd player that's how old i am again so rob traces and you're, you're getting away from the definition of a greatest hits album right you put out a, an endorsed spotify playlist of of tunes that ringo wants you to hear that's no right. you, you're not we're forgetting nope. we're in the digital age right yeah but he makes like 12 cents on spotify so but you're not following though yeah. i am following make, He's going to make less putting out. If you're going to put a greatest hits album, put a different pretty cover, remix a few of the greatest hits and put those out. And you want it, right. you know, but but you start adding stuff from like the last six, seven, eight albums. Even Atlantic stuff is not. Nobody cares. Even Atlantic stuff. Nobody cares. Yeah, right. but it, it's, a, it's a historic thing. It's not you know, who cares who, who doesn't because most people don't know his music anymore. You know, not like, for nothing, but Rob, Ringo episodes of our show. Are the I know. They don't, and no disrespect meant to Ringo. I know. So the, the truth is, what do you do? Say, well, Ringo put out a three-disc set of greatest. There's no Yes, it would be a two-CD with an extra bonus disc. It's it's It but reminds me of when CDs. they did Let It Roll. When, George, when Olivia wanted to do Let It Roll, she wanted a second disc, and Capital said no. And they said right. to her, we want three Beatles songs out of live. And she gave him the stuff from Bangladesh and stuff taken from live in Japan. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I to me, that. you know, Ringo could do a two, so maybe it's a two disc set and not like the starstruck thing, which isn't a bad collection. No, but you know, he has enough songs for a second disc. You know and what, tack then, on Scouse the mouse at the end. You, know you want to do that? That'd be great. I'm I love Scouse the mouse. Uh, honestly, though, it, we're talking future. In the future, you put out a 30 years of the All-Stars compilation. Yeah. Wow, true. I mean, how many great songs are on that? Yeah. Everybody right. would listen to because it's not only Ringo. It's, right. it's you know. Well, I, I totally agree. And I, I've also said that if the four Beatles, Ringo's the one who should be selling stuff on television, you know, because <laughs> first of all, he'd be good on television. You don't know done commercials, Simple really. <laughs> what? Simple life. Simple yeah, simple, yeah, but <laughs> you know, he but he also did a, a, a what an Oldsmobile spot with the daughter, his daughter Lee. Come and, on, yeah. you know, he also did Sun Country. Come on, Sun Country. He did Century Twenty. He did a lot of commercials. Pizza like Hut, it. you know, yeah, Pizza Hut with the monkeys. <laughs> anyway. But they're the best but, of Ringo commercials. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that would be nice bonus material. Ringo's most commercial work, all in one. Anyway. Oh, there you go. That'd anyway, be, but to right, me, so, a, a third disc because you know it, it's. Most people buy the greatest hits, and that's it. So if you're gonna do it, well, include the third them, disc. Hard to say that's all people would buy. I mean, I hate to say it. It's it's people like aren't buying his new stuff, Rob. It's not all you have to do is sell two thousand copies to make it into the top fifty now. And yeah, I know. He's not making yeah. it in, unfortunately. So nobody's buying his EPs and stuff. I mean, look, right. we're listening because they're on Spotify, but no one's physically going out and buying them. That's the, I know that's the simple truth. I hate to say it. I love Ringo, and Ringo's my drumming hero. My and enough people hero, but... look. Let's face it. Enough people, thankfully, are buying them. That Ringo's continuing to make well, records. Yeah, which and is as great. As long as he can, but... 
keep doing it, he will. But right. he's not doing it for the money. No, 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 no. And I, I think I think it's part of his recovery. You know, he has yeah, to yeah. when you're when you're an addict like him, you you need something else to do. So every year and a half, he puts out a record. Every year and a half, he tours. Right. I think that's just part of his recovery, day by day recovery. All right, so I think we've come up with a bunch of stuff that we hope to see in the future and yeah. recent, or near future, and far future. Um, well, the only thing we have done think, is John. Uh, what do you guys out? We did John. Event? We talked about sometime in New York City. That's it. I mean, he, they're going to do box sets for everything. So, well, they're going to do mind games. We know that they're yeah. going to do walls and bridges. There's so many outtakes from walls and bridges that are good. Yeah, but you know, there's be, Men Love yeah, Avenue. That's, that's the future because. Um, I would think Mind Games would probably be in the year 2023, and then after that, follow suit with Walls and Bridges, and then right if they follow the anniversary thing. They, well, they have right. been, so we'll see. But and 1974 um, is a great year for John Lennon. Yep. You know, he did some great interviews, uh, like with Dennis Ellis and Tom Donnie, who he worked on Harry Nielsen's album, which I don't think would be included in that any John Lennon box set. And then, of course, uh, you have. You know, walls and bridges, but he rehearsed the band through very many versions, complete versions that were only some some of them were released on Men Love Avenue. But of course, there was a couple of great bootlegs, something precious and rare is one of them uh, that have these great outtakes before the strings come in. Well, he's right, lucky right. enough right now, the Lennon estate, he's lucky enough right now to be able to follow the year anniversary. Right. Because again, Mind Games could be 2023. Next year, two thousand twenty-four could be the the uh, walls and bridges. And, and and the Lennon Estate has followed um, yes. dates, anniversary dates. So except for last year, and and, and, and you, could you see like the oh, like the fun stuff you get in like the box set for you know walls and bridges. You get like like a like a sanitary napkin and like a broken pair of pole of like John's glasses. And it's like I would stuff. love it if they gave you a little paper. You know, uh, flying saucer. <laughs> little flying saucer. <laughs> you just hey, go around the room while you're while you're just, listening. The just all that I promotion saw. stuff. Listen to this badge. Oh, listen, to listen to this. Oh, oh you yeah. Would easily. Oh Please. my goodness. Would I would still like a, a listen to. This, oh yeah. A uh, bumper to sticker. T-shirt. Yeah. 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 T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's the merchandising end of it. Which totally. Once they do that, then you start the Lennon. Right. I guarantee the website would have all of that merchandise. Oh yeah. Right, I would hope so, and 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 maybe include like two of them in the box set itself, like a pin, a pin or button or or whatever. You know, bumper sticker would be perfect. But to me, there's so much to play with in '74, and then you know, we'll get it. You know, I would I would hope that, and you know, with John's stuff, there's there's only a limited amount because he there is there's enough for a whole other box set of home demos. Oh sure, oh they. Easy. You know, the John Lennon acoustic album was great because as a guitar player, it had the chords. Yeah. I remember a bootlegger put out a piano version of the demos. You yeah. know, they, they, there was a piano, you know, demos of all piano stuff. Yeah. So It'll that be, would be nice time before we see another version of acoustic, I think so. Oh, yeah. I don't think we but will. But in the, that, in I like the future when he's done with the albums and stuff. Maybe we get a great box set, Tony, of all home demos from home every demos. year. I mean, yeah. can you imagine yeah. that? So. Imagine. <laughs> so uh, on that note, I'm going to imagine that we're ending this show. Um, all of you listeners and watchers out there, what do you think? Uh, let us know in the comments uh, for either our Facebook page or our YouTube page, which we want you to subscribe to, our YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think you really would like to see or expect from Apple or Universal in the, in the near future and in the, you know, far away future. So, 
For the Fab Four Free For All, uh, I am Mitch Axelrod. I've been your moderator, and joining me has been Tony Chaguardo. Take care, folks. And Rob Leonard. Thank you, everyone. And we will see you, speaking of next, next time. Take care. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chaguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All.